So I did this skippily, and welcome again to another episode of Latin in Layman's. What I'm going to be doing today is actually I'm taking both hypo and hyper. I'm going to be talking about the nuances, the differences, and the comparison and contrast of these Greek prefixes, hypo, hyper. Um, a lot of my students, we go, we talk about the, um, you know, medical terminology. And one thing that I've seen across the board a lot of the time is that there is um, uh, a, a kind of like a, well, people get confused. Sometimes they think hypo is hyper and vice versa. Hyper is high. Hyper is high, not low. Hypo is low, not high. There we go. We'll get into the nuances of such. And with that being said, let's dive on into it. Not going to really make much of a ramble bamble other than to plug my Spotify, Apple podcast, Google cast, wherever you are listening to this podcast right now would appreciate that support of leaving a review, subscribing, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, anything and whatever you can in order to help me out because uh, that's all I really need and can, that's the only help I can get from y'all. Other than that, hit me up, liamconnerly at gmail.com, latinandlaymans at gmail.com, uh, taking your questions whenever, uh, you know, I get a bunch of y'all's questions, I'll compile them make them into a Q&A. We have a good time. This is my 199th episode, so I would like to do a Q&A for the 200th episode. We'll see about that. That being said, let's dive on to the on into the nitty-gritty meat and potatoes of this episode. Alrighty, so when comparing and contrasting the derived words with their actual definitions, we can see that the words with the hyper prefix tend to in indicate an excess or exaggeration of a particular attribute or condition, because sometimes it isn't just like hyperactive or, you know, hypertension. We also have things like hyperbole or hypercritical or things like hyperthermia, but also we add things like, uh, yeah, hi hyperbole, which is a literary device, for instance. Okay, while the words with the hypo prefix tend to indicate a deficiency of or underestimation uh, of the same. For example, hyperactive means excessively active, while hypothyroidism means the deficiency of the thyroid hormone. There is a little bit of a precursor. So etymologically, hyper derives from the Greek huper, meaning above and or beyond, while the prefix hypo derives from the Greek word hypo, meaning under and or beneath. Um, interest, interestingly, rather, um, both prefixes have similar roots to the English word super, meaning above and sub, under, which also convey the ideas of above and below, respectively. Those English words actually come from the Latin, right? Because in uh, physiology, super actually can also look like supra, like supraspinatus uh, versus infraspinatus. We have subscapularis, okay, uh, subclavicular, um, all those kinds of anatomical terms, sub underneath the clavicle, right? There you go. Overall, these use um, the use of these prefixes in modern English, English allows us uh, for clear and concise communication, com meaning with, muno, munare, meaning to strengthen. Communication is the action of strengthening with. 
of the excess or deficiency of various attributes or conditions and their Greek roots add a depth of understanding to their usage. So now that I've done a little bit of a precursor, let's dive into these words derived, starting with hyper first, and then we'll get, go into hypo. All righty, starting with hyper, we have hyperactive. Hyper, again, coming from the Greek meaning, uh, from huper, meaning above or beyond. Active comes from the Latin activus, meaning doing, performing. It's a participial form. Uh, so hyperactive literally means overly doing or performing something, essentially. If you didn't know, now you know. Hyperbole, hyper, again, over or beyond. Bole comes from the Greek balin, meaning to throw. This is also where we get anabolic, uh, catabolic, metabolic, but in this in this case, instead of bolic, it's bowl. You could meta metabol. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to change it to see if it'll work with anabol. No. Anyways, if we have hyper meaning over and beyond, and then Balin meaning to throw, hyperbole literally means overthrown, referring to an exaggeration or overstatement. Right? That's what a hyperbole is an exaggeration. Etymologically, it means to overthrow or something that is overthrown. So next one, hypertension. Hypertension, hyper meaning high, tension coming from the Latin teneo meaning pressure. Okay, so then, or, or holding sometimes as well. So it can either mean a high holding or a high pressure. So again, with those two words assimilated together, hypertension means high pressure. And in this case, in the blood, essentially, because that's what hypertension is, it's high blood pressure. Hypercritical, however, is not a medical word. It refers to the combined prefixes hyper, meaning excessive or over. And uh, the word critical coming from crinin, which uh, refers to inclined to find fault, essentially. Together, Hypercritical means excessively or overly critical, essentially, right? There you go. If you didn't know, now you know. Or excessively inclined to find fault, more so in the etymology sense. Hyperthermia, next one. Hyperthermia comes from the combined, combines the prefixes hyper, meaning above and or beyond, and the word thermia, meaning heat in the Greek. Together, hypothermia means abnormally high body temperature. Okay, high heat in the body. Hyperglycemia, our next one. Hyper, beyond or high. Glyce is a pref or an affix coming from the word glucose, meaning sugar. And then emia, again, the, in the medical prefix or in medical field, the suffix meaning presence in blood. So therefore, hyperglycemia means high sugar presence in the blood. And what is hyperglycemia? It's just high blood sugar. There you go. Taking these big fancy dancy words and we're just distilling them. We're pulling them down and understanding them for what they really truly mean behind all of the shrouded terminology. Hyperventilation. Hyper meaning high and ventus in Latin meaning wind. Uh, sometimes it can also refer to ventil. Asian, uh, meaning breathing essentially, but it comes from the Latin ventus, spelled V-E-N-T-U-S, ventus, where we get vent, means to breathe, high ventilation, together, 
putting them all means high wind, the action of having high wind essentially. And what is it really? It's excessive breathing. It's rapid breathing. It's, and then what's happening is that you are hyperventilating. You are not in, uh, uh, taking in any oxygen because you're just breathing so fast that you're just breathing in all of the CO2 that you had just exhaled. And so you're inhaling all the, all of what you just exhaled because you're hyperventilating and you probably might produce uh, cardiac arrhythmia, a meaning without rhythm, rhythmia comes from rhythm, uh, without rhythm and or tachycardia, tachy meaning fast, cardio referring to heart. So this refers to a fast heart rate. Um, which could be uh, associated with hyperventilation or vice versa, tachycardia, high, high heart rate leading to high ventilation. Last one that we'll do with a hyper is hypermarket. Hyper meaning above or beyond. Market coming from the Latin mercatus, meaning buying or selling. So hypermarket refers to a large, usually out of town retail complex offering a wide range of goods aka an excessive market, an excessive amount of buying it or selling. So if you didn't know, now you know. Alrighty, now that we've talked about the hyper, let's talk about some words derived from hypo, starting with hypothyroidism that I talked about before, which refers to a deficiency of the high or the thyroid hormone. Hypo means under or below, and then thyroid coming from, uh, well, thyroid essentially, which is well, we have our thyroid, which is a, a little structure. Um, won't get into it that much, but it secretes the thyroid hormone that helps with metabolic rate and all that good stuff. So really it just refers to a deficiency of thyroid horm hormone. Next one, hypodermic. Hypo meaning under or below. Dermic comes from the Greek derma meaning skin. So hypodermic refers to something that is injected underneath the skin. Um, hypoglycemia instead of hyperglycemia, glycemia rather, bleep, we have hypoglycemia. Hypo again meaning under or below. Glycemia, well, those two words come from the Greek glikis meaning sweet. It's it started off at glucus, going going into glikis, then into glucose, which then turned into sugar, and then emia or again suffix in the medical field, presence in blood, hypoglycemia, low sugar presence in the blood, aka refers to the condition where the body has abnormally low levels of sugar in the blood, aka low blood sugar. There you go. Hypothermia. Hypo, again, what does it mean? Right. Under or below. Thermia. What does that refer to? Well, if you're hypothermic, what's happening with your body temple? Typically, what is going on with me? comes from the Greek therme, meaning heat. So therefore, hypothermia means underheating, aka referring to the condition where the body temperature drops below normal. And then in severe, severe cases, um, you know, the presence in the blood of the lack thereof heat can lead to the chopping of limbs because when you have zero oxygen going to certain body parts, they die, they necrose, they neco, kill, uh, osis, the condition of, it's the condition of basically killing itself, right? That's where we get necromancer as well. It's where we get necrotic. Um, that's where we get, um, yeah, not narc. Narco actually refers to numbness. That's where we get narcotics from. 
so narco is different than uh, necro. All right. That being said, hypothesis being our next one. Hypo meaning under or below. Thesis coming from the Greek, mean, uh, Greek uh, which is spelled, because I do not know how to pronounce this, T-I-T-H-E-N-A-I. Tithene, whatever, which means to put or to place. Thesis refers to a putting or a placing of. So hypothesis literally means under a put thing, essentially, referring to a tentative explanation or assumption, right? That's what a hypothesis is. It's just a supposition. It's just a hypothesis, something that you want to test and test and retest. And if it holds true, then it goes through the scientific process further and further, or then it can be etched into history as theory. But you know what? It's got to go through that scientific process in order to uh, make it into theory and then into law. Um, that's what I love about science. Science is always continuously trying to prove itself wrong. That's what I love about science is that it is always humble. Um, I can't say that the people that can dunk science and or study science practice so uh, those same uh, semblances of humility. But um, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Hypocrisy, however, hypo, under or below, crisis coming from the Greek crisis again, but spelt with a K, not a C, meaning decision or judgment. So hypocrisy literally means an under judgment, referring to the act of pretending to have moral standards or beliefs that one does not actually really possess. Um, so there you go with that one. Hypothyroidism, like I talked about before. Um, I didn't really go into it that deeply, I guess, because I kind of stopped. So thyroid is just, it refers to the gland in the neck that produces the thyroid hormone that uh, is really dealing with your metabolic rate. You know, a lot of the time people that run cold and don't know why they run cold and they're always running cold, but maybe they are rather overweight. That can also be an instance of hypothyroidism. Um, and then people that are hyperthyroid, they tend to be very skinny a lot of the time. That's an excess of that thyroid hormone being utilized. That being said, let's move to the next one, hypotension. Instead of hypertension, hypotension, hypo meaning low, and then tension, again, meaning pressure or to hold. But when you are holding something, you're creating pressure with that as well. So that's why they're interchangeable. Hypotension refers to low blood temperature, low, low blood pressure, but etymologically, it just means a low pressure of, and in this case, the blood. Last one here, hypogeal. Hypogeal combines the prefix hypo, meaning under or beneath, and the word geal, G-E-A-L, meaning of the earth. So together, hypogeal means growing or living under the ground. If you didn't know, now you know. Wanted to do kind of a gamut, not just medical words, but also literary words or things like hypothesis or hy hypocrisy. You know, these all have the same similar linguistic qualities, yet they kind of cross over different disciplines. That's what I love about language is that 
language is not discriminatory. It is not prejudice. It is what it is. And it's going to be seen, whether it's in science, whether it's in botany, whether it's in just literary and rhetoric, uh, rhetorical strategies, rather, you're going to see these words. And that's when you can basically start to delineate. You could look at a word and be like, oh, hypothesis. Well, I know what hypothermia is. Why am I also seeing a hypo and hypothesis? Well, maybe there's an aspect of it being low or under or below. But what does thesis mean? Well, I know maybe that a thesis, when I make a thesis, is kind of a statement, right? That A statement that I need to basically back up in my um, paper that I'm writing, for instance, or something like that. And then you start to think more critically, right? It's all about thinking more critically, getting those gears churning. That's why we play Sudoku. That's why we do these crossword puzzles. We are always trying to seek some sort of stimulus to keep us, you know, keep keep those gears churning, right? We got to work out our minds just like we work out our muscles, like we work out our our souls, our spirituality. If you go to church or if you meditate or if you, you know, do um, all other spiritual practices, uh, you know, you have to put in the reps, like I always say. So there we go with that. I hope you guys learned something from this one. And with that being said, have a wonderful day. Remember to thank your body and your mind and your soul and your legs and look down at your hands and be like, wow, you know what? You give me the ability to type on my keyboard, to hold my, my phone in my hands and help me be connected to uh, the, the ethers. Sorry, I'm being a little coy there. Um, but at the end of the day, thank your body. This thing that we, we we don't really think about in space a lot of the time because it's who we are. But take a moment to take a step back and look at this body of yours and be like, you know what? Rock on. I love you, body. I love you for what you do and, and how you carry me through this world. Appreciate you. And until next time, Tempo Sest,